When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Realist Podcast 7, we back. It's your boy C. Diddy. That makes me sick. We back in the, uh, you know, the slave spot. <laughs> Making it happen. My mic's not situated. All right, there we go. Uh, we're back in the slave spot, but we're making it happen. It's a little bit cooler today. We should have better results than we did last time. Yeah. All right, I'm having technical difficulties with this goddamn mic stand. I don't understand what's going on. There we go. All right, let's rock. We talk a lot on the show about uh, adversity and being able to pivot when life closes doors on you. Uh, today's guest is someone who made one of the greatest pivots I've personally witnessed because I've known this guy for a long time and is paying incredible dividends. Tyron Barnes is a Philly native and a former professional baller who made the decision to walk away from the game that he loved to pursue greater opportunities in the fashion industry. In just one year's time, he's made his styling company and fashion house Drip Soul separate a national name and worked with the likes of Kevin Durant, Dorian Finney-Smith, Wayne Ellington, and Kalia Cooper, among others. He's recently been featured in Slam Magazine, the Philly Enquirer, Sports News Now, and more uh, for the first inaugural episode of TRPE Sports. Let's give it up for my bro, Tyron Barnes. Yeah, appreciate y'all for having me, man. Appreciate it. All, all black, it's, that's it's, the fresh coat. It's, uh, it's Kalia Copper, too. She oh, gonna, Copper? Oh, my Yeah, man. she going to curse me out <laughs> if I don't correct that. I got the first name right. Yeah, facts. Kalia Copper. So, um... You know, when we have a guest, uh, you know, on the show that's basically new to our audience, um, we like to start at the beginning, let people, you know, tell their story, give their background, stuff like that. Um, tell the people a little bit about, um, you know, where you're from and a little bit about your upbringing, and uh, then we're going to move forward into, you know, everything that you got going on that's going great today. Um, I'm from North Philly originally, 10th in Clearfield, 11th in Indiana. That's North Philly. Facts. Yeah. N-O-R-F. The, real, the realest part. <laughs> North. Um, but, yeah, you know, same type story for real, for real. Single parent home. My mom. Uh, Pop wasn't really around like that. He was locked up for most most of the part. Um, but my mom held it down for real, for real. Like, my mom had me young. So, uh, my mom went away to college. Took me with her. Like, I ain't even... I'm from the trenches, like we always used to come home. I used to always be around it, but my younger years from like five to probably like 12 and seventh grade, I came back. Um, I lived in Indiana, PA with my mom. She went to IUP. Gotcha. So like my mom got her degree and shit like that, took me with her so I could like grow up seeing different stuff than what she seen growing up. So uh, then Came back seventh grade, um, just you know hooping, just in the inner city, getting back acclimated with everybody. Same same story for real. Yeah, where did your uh, love for basketball come from? Forever, like I I love basketball forever. Like since I was four, like since I can remember. Yeah, it just was, you know, just that's just something I was born to love, I guess. Uh, so, you know, what was, what was kind of like your first experience? Like for me, like I'm a music lover. I can remember like 
uh, Eric B and Rakim and Easy E. Like that's um, like my, remember, my moment. So like for crazy, you with like, basketball, like what was like your moment where it's like this is this is it for me, bro? Like I literally since a pup. Like I remember when we moved into the apartment in Indiana, my grandma bought me this little Michael Jordan action figure from Space Jam. I had that shit till I was probably fifteen. Yeah. And I st- I still I'm still salty. I don't know what happened to that joint. That joint might be worth some change right Facts. now. Yeah, literally, bro. Shit. Literally. I don't know what happened. But just just everything though, bro. Like everything was basketball for me. Like everything. Like AI. Like I wanted to be AI. Yeah. Wanted braids. I used to cut my mom's stockings to make a sleeve before they start selling them Jones in the store, all that shit. Uh, what was the first uh, position that you played once you started playing organized basketball? Point guard. I was always short. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Like, when did you realize you could actually play the game? I mean, as a young age. Because bro, I love like I always had too, like but, you know I always had cousins and stuff that hooped. So it was like it was I always played like I always played ball like in a park. I had Fisher Price courts. We had portable courts. Then like at my in our apartment complex in Indiana. Um, it was a half court okay. at the in the complex, like outside. Like that's where I spent all my time at. I used to come home from school. My mom used to do hair. She used to be doing some my micros or some shit in the living yeah. room. I couldn't even watch TV. Yeah. So I'd go right outside, walk up the steps. They had like a little hill, the end of the complex. We was our apartment was almost at the end of the complex. So like literally probably three hundred feet away from my front door, we had a half court. I used to be out that joint all day, getting black as hell. <laughs> Cooking in the sun. Facts. <laughs> uh, tell us about, um, you know, like your high school and college journeys. What was those experiences like, um, you know, being as though that you was like a student athlete and everything high school, like that? High school was, so like I was kind of like a late bloomer for real. Like I was good at a young age, but then like me leaving Philly and going to Indiana kind of changed stuff because like I wasn't. I was playing against white kids, like no, yeah. no disrespect. It was basically like better. Was I was, better than, I was better than everybody, so it like kind of stunted me a little bit. And then when I got back to Philly, it's like, oh shit, like everybody good. So it's like I had to step it up, like so. High school, ninth grade, mind you, I was short, like I'm six three now, but night my first day in ninth grade, I was five four. So it's like, and I went to prep charter, like we had. Everybody was six five and everything. So who, was, who was some of your uh, teammates when you was uh, at Prep Charter? Um, like Parrish Grant, Jesse Morgan, um, Ferg Myrick, uh, Zahid Holloman, a bunch of people. Yeah. Like that, I came near the year after the Twins left. Okay, okay, got it. The year after the Twins left. So my ninth and tenth grade year, I played JV and varsity. Uh, well, not ninth. Ninth, I just played JV. 10th, I played JV and varsity. So it was like everybody there was good at prep. So then I transferred from prep to New Media. This is a charter school in Uptown. Mm-hmm. And that was like basically like my coming out party for real, for real. Because like at prep, everybody on the roster was going D1. Like if not high level, high D2. Yeah, yeah. So it was One like. Double a and all yeah, that like uh, New Media just was like I was. It was my show for real. Like, I was able to really just be myself and hoop. Like, we wasn't shit, but I could put my talents on display. But (laughs) (laughs) we wasn't shit at all. My 12th grade year, we was terrible. But, like, 
I was getting triple You got team. off. <laughs> I was getting triple teamed every time down the court. Like boxing ones and triangle yeah. and twos on me, nobody else. Like that shit was crazy. But um twelfth grade year was probably like my most fun I had playing basketball because it was just like I was free. Like I had the keys to the car. Like I could yeah. do whatever the fuck I wanted. Drive that motherfucker off every, a cliff if you take want. Take every shot. <laughs> take every shot I wanted. But college was like I never played a, a, a I never played a collegiate game. Yeah. So it was like uh I just it just was a lot going on in life at that time. Like my pop was already my pop got booked in tenth grade, but my pop beat his case in the state. And as soon as he beat the case, he walking out the courtroom, the feds picked it up. Oh damn. So my pop got sentenced to like 180 months when I was my freshman year in college. Right. So like I wasn't playing at IUP and my mental was just fucked up. So like I came home so. I came home for a semester just trying to figure out what I wanted to do after the first I mean I I finished my whole year at IUP and then that summer I didn't even wasn't even thinking about going back cuz I'm trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um I stayed home for a semester. I just was working out um then I started like taking visits to see where I wanted to go next. I took a visit to Shaw. Um Shaw and what? North Carolina? North Carolina. Yeah. Uh D two. And then uh and my visit at Shaw, I was killing down there. I was about to commit, but they had like hella people playing the one and they already somebody already committed that was transferring. So I'm like, I'm not trying to go nowhere and be like Sitting on the, sitting bench, on the and bench, and I'm just yeah. like, I'm trying to hoop. I just sat. I didn't play my freshman year, and I just was home for half a year. Like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to play. So, um, I went to a JUCO in California. I'm like, as soon as I – it's called Mount Sac. Mount Sac, Walnut, okay. Walnut, California. Um, as soon as I got that offer, I'm like, I'm taking that. Like, nigga, I never been to L.A. before. I'm out of here. Nobody <laughs> from my hood, nobody I'm cool with, never been to L.A. or nothing. Like, I'm out. I get out there, it's just like crazy as hell. I'm on the other side of the world. (laughs) When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Um, nobody out there. And it was cool at first. It was it was cool. Like, I got adjusted fast. But it was like, thing people don't, that's why I tell all my young boys now, like, when you in school and you getting recruited, you go where you wanted at. Like, and you, if you got a chance to stay home or stay close to where you at, do that because – them coaches that's from where they recruit you at, they gonna take care of their kids first. Right, they gonna like take the care of them. That people from that there, metro. Yeah, they gonna take care of them, and that's what it was. Like I got there, killing every like. So how it worked was, when you were a freshman in JUCO, you normally sit behind the niggas who was there the year before. I'll kill everybody in practices yeah. every day. Like I was getting destroying them. And I'm talking shit. I'm from North. Like, y'all niggas, I don't care who y'all is, how many of y'all out here. Mm-hmm. And at first, the coach was rocking with it. Like, he was 
I was getting the team turned up. And then, like, out of nowhere, I don't know if he, like, was cool with one of the players' pops or something. Like, nigga just started, like. Was the team going out and performing well? Mind you, listen, I'm, let me tell you. So, this is all This is all before the season even start. This is all the <laughs> okay. shit leading up to the season. So, um, I'm, re- I'm getting all the reps with the first team in practice. Literally, I swear to God, it's like a Friday, Thursday night, we had practice, and then we had this shooting drill. We had to make, like, a certain amount of shots before um, – before the time went out, and he was like, "If we if we if we meet it, we ain't got practice on Friday." So we met, we missed it the first joint. And he gave us another chance. We we made it. We all hype, mind you, was hot. We in Cali, we we live in apartment complex. Ain't no on, it ain't no on campus housing. So we all live in apartment complex. We got a pool. The football team good as hell. They be cooking on a grill. Like we yeah. about to be lit after practice. We just ended practice. We ain't got practice tomorrow. So we got like a three-day weekend, bro. I lied to you not. Monday, I don't know what the fuck happened over the weekend. Monday come and practice. They like, we start doing walkthroughs and shit. He got me with the second team. So at first I'm thinking like, all right, maybe he just want me to uh try to make these get, niggas pull them up. Like yeah, yeah. Tuesday, I'm on the second team again. Wednesday, I'm with the second team again. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on? So from the rip. I straight called my AU coach, like, yo, I don't know what tip cuz on. Like, I'm not with that. Like, so then I don't know what conversation they had, but it was just like, from then it was just like downhill. So I was just like, bro, I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. Like, I'm 5,000 miles away from home, bro. I'm not about to be out here just sitting. Just and I'm here, better man. than everybody that you playing. Yeah. Like, why y'all bring me here? Yeah, if, like, bro, if, when if I tell you, when I tell you he was super hyped, like, I, I wish I wish my coach was here, bro. This the the coach from the JUCO was so hyped for me to be at this school. Like, I I got to I got to LA on a Sunday. I was the last person to get to school. I got to LA on a Sunday. Assistant coach picked me up from school, bro. They took me to Roscoe's. We went to we went to do the Hollywood Trail to go mm-hmm. see the Hollywood sign. Like everything you would want to do, being yeah. in LA for the first time. It was a Sunday evening, bro. We got to the school at like 8.30. Mind you, my coach was probably like in his 50s. He got a wife and kids. This nigga was at, <laughs> at the gym. When I got to campus, I had flip-flops on. I just had a long-ass flight. You done I'm been all around. All of I'm tired as hell. He, he just wanted to come in the gym. The nigga just give me a basketball. Like, I just want to see you dribble. Like, I just want to see you shoot around. Like, he was hype. And then it's like from that to... Now you just on some weird stuff. So anyway, I end up leaving the school. He paid. They pay for my flight to go home. Um, he don't pay for my bags, mind you. So when I when I was leaving Philly, my mom was moving. So when my mom moved, I took everything I had to LA. Mm-hmm. Literally everything, every pair of sneakers, every clothes I had to LA. So he don't send me back. He don't pay for no bags. I fly back to Philly with no luggage, bro. I had a book bag. And he said they was going to ship my clothes. I ain't get my clothes for like a month and a half. Mm. Yeah, that's crazy. So from then on, it's like uh, I had Sky. I had my daughter. And then from that, it was just like I got to make some bread. So I just start working out, trying to be pro. I just start trying to go pro. From the rip. So basically, this is right around like. I, I, got, I got real close with 
Temple, like the people at Temple, like they like family to me. Like yeah. I never played at Temple, but like I worked out there every day. I was with with the team training every day, mm-hmm. just like building myself up. And then um, me and Lynn Greer got close, and he just Shout started. Out Lynn. Shout out That's my OG. He from the round away. That's my OG. I remember he used to go out there with Tazay and shit at direct. Like, I my... watched him do that. <laughs> yeah, real stuff. Like, That's my OG, man. He he started uh, just pushing for me, like uh, using all his old agents and stuff like that. And um, I just was working out, bro. Like I just was working out every day, trying yeah. trying to make it. So real quick, before we jump into, like, the next chapter, like, you kind of touched on something inadvertently, which is, like, the politics of basketball. Oh, yeah. And the, and the fact that, you know, sometimes being good or very good or excellent is not good enough. And It um, ain't got nothing to do with basketball. Yeah. Basketball is, like, playing it, it ain't even the part, because it's a million niggas out here that's nice. Yeah, like, you ever hear million. the term locker room guy? Like, some motherfuckers will just get certain things that other people want. It's just, just, it's, it's, it's just all about... One thing I learned with in life period is just all about opportunity and and timing. Yeah. Like people just don't it's just not the right timing for stuff like but it all happened for a reason though. Right. I don't regret none of it. Like I miss hooping like a motherfucker, but I don't regret it. Yeah. Cuz you know you made the right decision. Yeah, Cuz I mean like <laughs> if it was if it wasn't for hooping, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be nowhere near where I'm at right now. You know what I'm thinking about like how Steph Curry has like revolutionized the game and he's like this Un, un, uh, some this unknown thing we didn't and know. Nobody never like they told Steph he couldn't play in the league. I'm telling, because he going, was too small. I'm going even further back. I know my mood. Abdul Rauf is like, man, y'all call me a crazy nigga. I was <laughs> doing this shit in 15 years. Facts. <laughs> Real Facts. shit. Yeah, like that shit is the truth. Facts. Yeah. Then Steph ain't had no uh, offers other yeah. than other than Davidson. Right. After his freshman year at Davidson, Duke offered him. He said, hell no. Right. It's crazy. And the thing is, it's like, you know, at this point, we kind of reached a point with basketball where it's like, you know, over the last 15 years because of the AAU system and charter school systems and, like, the recruitment system and all of that for, for it's national high school. Now. That's why I said it's, it's timing. It's, it's, it's timing. timing. So, whereas, like, now it's like you kind of know who's, like. It's a camera everywhere. From it's 13, 14 all years old. Social, like, social media. Yeah, like, nowadays, you know, they got niggas that's never played college game like you might be a junior in high school they already got you in the two years from now mock draft three years from now josh, mock josh, draft. josh smith said I, I i can't remember what he was on when he said it but he said he dunked with two hands when he was in sixth grade and he said uh, he did it and maybe like three or four days later his coach mind you he's in sixth grade so yeah. he's 11 12 he's like two days later his coach had like 25 like people in the Bro, like ima- imagine gym. imagine like, yo, that no, now though cuz this shit ain't normal like but no no no, no, no imagine that now fuck Josh Smith back then yeah imagine a 6th grader right now dunking with two hands bro he's he going to have 75 yeah. offers yeah now cuz it's going to be on 68 right. cameras it's right. going to be on every Platform yeah. is is different now. It's gonna it, be it ball is, is life, ball, ball is life, ball is everything. I, I I think it was uh, Kevin Garnett. I want to say it was Garnett, but they was talking about how when you're 
when you're good enough, you get taken out yeah. of where you at. Facts. No matter like, where you at. Even when you like, you saw the coach from Oak Hill just retired. Mm-hmm. I can't think of his fucking Steve name. Steve Smith. Smith. But he retired, and they had all of the former Oak Hill. And when you see them all they together, you're all like, league all niggas. these motherfuckers played for Oak Hill. And it's like, they might have been there for four weeks. But mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, because it was like, oh, once we found out about him, we went and got him. We went and got Melo. Yeah, we went and that's got KD. That's how it worked. That shit is nuts, yo. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously. Yeah, it's like there's a whole, you know. Uh, it's a farm. It's, it's, a, it's a pipeline yeah. that, that goes literally mm-hmm. from middle school to the pros. Yep. And it's like when they identify you, you know, you got some sort of elite or unique talent, they identify it early now. And, like, you know, like you said, you get the coverage and all of that to where it's like if somebody do miss on you, they look even crazier. Going back to, like, Steph draft, you know, 13, 14 years ago, it's like, yeah, you got Minnesota that passed on him twice. You got the Knicks that was trying to do whatever they was doing. You got – uh, then you got like Chris Paul's draft where like Portland passed on Chris Paul and shit like that. Everybody. And it don't, it don't get Port- as Portland, magnified Portland even Portland though. passed on KD and took Greg and Oden. And took Greg Oden, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Because we were still in that mind frame of like the big man not realizing where the game was going. Yeah. And But now the smart GMs and all of that shit, they understand yeah. like long, lean, athletic wings that can shoot the three, finish at the rim. Because ain't no real bigs left. That shit over. It's super over. It's like Jokic and that. Jokic is not even a real big. He <laughs> no. European. He yeah. shoot, he pass, he dribble. And B, shoot, pass, dribble. Yeah. Nobody that, that low it's post. Nobody that's over, banging. Bro. That shit over. Yeah, it's nobody it's too, that's banging. You got to think, bro. You play a team like the Warriors, right? You trade in three for two. It's never, you're never going to win. Go get a thousand dunks all you want. They don't give a shit. They gonna shoot a thousand threes. You never gonna be able to add up to it. Yep. And then they go to the free throw line and shoot ninety three percent as a team. So uh, make, I was, uh, that, that clip where KD was on the break and literally it was on a they fast moved break out his and way. they moved out his way to go to the wing for Steph Curry. He had a wide they open dunk. Him, like yeah. fuck it, just go ahead. Man. You got it. We gonna, we rather yeah. take the two than the three. Yeah. You got to, bro. That's the name. That's the way the game go now. Yeah, but the whole pipeline from like. Like, it used to be like high school, like you would hear these. Yeah, like junior, senior. Like, remember Lance yeah. Stevenson drama or the, the uh, LeBron shit? Mm-hmm. You know, you would hear it in like. Lenny Cook shit. Lenny, like, you would hear it like 10th, 11th grade. Now, now it, it's, it's all over the I place. I mean, it's literally like nine-year-olds, nine mm-hmm. dog. They like, yeah, nah. Seventh he, grade. He's exceptionally more skilled than Yeah, but else. it's pros and cons to that shit, though, bro. Like, you gotta think. Like, other than LeBron. LeBron has been in the spotlight for since tenth grade. Since the tenth grade, bro, that's over. That's like twenty twenty five years, twenty six years, yeah. bro. You no know one how hard. You know how hard it is to live up to that expectation oh, and not fuck up the whole did, time. LeBron ain't <laughs> never been caught up in no scandals, no no drama, no nothing. The wildest part, like you just brought him up, Bron wasn't even number one going into the eleventh grade. Fact, yeah, Lenny, it was Lenny, Lenny Cook, Cook, and they had that A B C D shit, and it didn't go right, and Lenny really never rebounded, dog, from no, that that's moment. Facts. And it's like, yeah, that shit is real. Like it's hard to it's hard to live up to like. A, a book report response anybody <laughs> and, and, and another thing that make it weird too is like the grown-ups bro like yeah, you know, yeah. i'm not gonna lie I'll be on social media i'll be tripping off these grown-ass men that be having so many bad so much bad shit to say about a kid like bro yeah. this kid is 15 why are you talking about he ain't shit and all this and right. that like bro like these is these is he ain't half of what he's gonna be 
Not even that, bro. Yeah. Like you're a grown ass man. Don't be mad because your hoop dreams doesn't. Deflate I was a lot it. of that. Like, yeah. oh, man. I, hate, I hate Spooky that, bro. Button. I hate that. I hate that, bro. Real like shit. it's a kid at the end of the day. It's a sport. Like niggas is doing this to have fun. Oh, it, they the, like, the the Zion gonna be a bus shit started in in yeah, high school, bro. That, but like, that's just nothing but niggas just being oh, haters, just a, bro. Just a dunker, that like, nigga's oh. blessed. That nigga's taking care of his family. Yeah. He's come from a lot of these yeah. niggas in the league come from nothing. They ain't doing nothing but taking care of their family and doing something they love. Like you, like what? I don't understand that. Yeah, it's what it is. Is people are like so overly invested emotionally. And all it, all, all the NBA is is a job, bro. That's it. Like I don't understand. Like Yo. people look at it as something so different because of the amount of money they make, bro. It's the same as if you going to work nine to five every day. It's that's the it. same shit. Recently, like, that's their job, bro. That's their job. Recently, there was a video that's like going around where the um, I don't know if even one of y'all saw it, but there was a fight at the Rangers game. You know, the Rangers missed in the playoffs. The hockey oh, team it's about in the tunnel. In the tunnel, I and the ball that. turns around and just like not do clean out. Like they was arguing over their teams. It was the Rangers versus the, I want to say the new. The, 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 I think it's the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, Tampa Bay Lightning. Lightning. Yeah. And the dude just knocks him clean out, and they came and booked dude, and he's. A charge with uh, a aggravated assault and all this, mm-hmm. shit. and it's just like I was saying, and I'm like, yo, I've never been that invested to want to fight yeah, strangers it's, it's, over it's, my it's, team. It's, of it's weird, like, bro. Like they find Chris Paul, they last series in the finals for uh, cursing out the fan, yeah. but the fan was talking crazy to his family. Yeah. I mean, uh, hit his family or yeah. pushed his family. Push his mom or some shit. But like y'all that. gonna find me? Yeah. What the hell? Like I'm a human, just like y'all is. Like yeah, it's like a it's like a circus element to uh to like professional sports, where it's like people are coming to see like how much bullshit they can like throw right. at the lion before the lion try to jump out the cage. That shit crazy. And it's, crazy. it's not cool. So going back to 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 your story, let's talk about the overseas grind and what even made you interested in playing ball overseas and like how that door kind of opened for you. Well, um, I can't really attest to, like, the whole ordeal of, like, the overseas grind because, like, I never really – I wasn't there long enough to – Okay, got it. But um, the reason why I wanted to do it was because I wanted to hoop. Simple as that. Like, I just wanted to hoop. I know I needed money. I needed to take care of myself. I needed to take care of my kids. So it was like the league was far gone. I didn't play in college, nothing. So it was like, I'm just chasing this because I love the game and I need to make some type of money. Like, I know I didn't want to work for no, like, no regular job. And I love basketball. So it was like, I'm about to chase this. So um, I went to Spain and I played in like a tour type of thing. And um, basically it's like, you try to, uh, you just get offers off of it for real, for real. Okay. And I got, I came home with probably seven, I think, but they was all bullshit. Yeah, you didn't like the offer. They was all bullshit. Like, you gotta think, bro. You play overseas, you gonna be you gonna be away from home for up to ten months. Yeah, like ten months out of twelve. Damn, I didn't even realize it was that long. Yeah, bro. People go to people go overseas from August to June. Shit. Or August to May, and you got June and July, and you leave into August again. Mm -hmm. So it's like. my daughter was what year I think I was? My daughter was young. My daughter was three or four when I went to Spain. So it was like, man, am I about to take this 
$1,500 a month or this $2,500 a oh, month. Oh, wow, that low. Bro, like, niggas is doing that now. Like, but that's a part of the grind. Like, if I didn't have a kid, I would have did it for yeah. sure because mm-hmm. you got to start somewhere. I would have did it for sure if I didn't have Scott. Yeah, let me, when you, when you, do you, when playing overseas, you the first person we've had here, actually. Do you just go, you, like you said, you just, it's a tour that you so, just. So, so, uh. I had like you know like highlights and shit from high school mm-hmm. and all of that and um Lynn was like okay. reaching out to people for me and um I just submitted my stuff and then I got uh invited to it. Okay, and, cool. Uh it's just like a bunch of people from just like people maybe that's already been playing overseas trying to get more film. That's really what it's about. It's for you to go play over there, uh play with the refs and see like how the game is played. You getting up to date film cuz at that point this was what twenty. This was twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I graduated high school in two thousand eleven. So my most recent film was like Five, camps and shit like that. Yeah. Though, but like other than high school, like it wasn't nothing really concrete. Right. So I had to get some up to date film for agents to work off of. So I just was working out crazy leading up to it, and then got in shape, and I led the Jonas scoring. So it was like it wasn't like I went out there and was on some, some bullshit. Went out there and got like busy. I went out there and got busy. Like I didn't lose a game. I led the shit in scoring. Um, I just ain't get nothing that was worth me being away from my kid and shit that I could be making at home. Yeah, like that's valuable time I'm missing. Like so, I just. So, all right. So I remember a couple years ago we was all together. We was in Miami and shit. Me, you, Ron. Yeah. Was running around having a good time. You was out there with uh, James Johnson when he was, um, you know, playing the for the Heat. And I remember you was working out and all of that. Then is that around the time that? So that was. Was the, you still fucking trying yeah, with the overseas yeah. shit at that so time? So like, right after I came home from the camp, it wasn't like um, it wasn't like right then and there. I would have had to make a decision. Mm-hmm. It was like I still had time. So like once I didn't. Signed nowhere for like that upcoming season. I still was working out because I, st- I had up to date film, I had other people working for me and all that. So it was like I was just trying to find different ways to attack it. Um, but when I was out there, I was still working out. Like that yeah. was like that's I was probably getting my best at that point. Like I when I quit, I was my best, right? Like it wasn't like I quit because I couldn't hoop no more. Like 2020 during the pandemic, I was at the Top of my shit. Like, yeah. Um, Miami, that shit helped a lot. Like, that was probably, basketball-wise, that's probably, like, the best summer of my life. 2019, I was grinding NBA workouts shit every day. Like, started my work. Like, started, like, I was living like I was a pro. Because it was like I was working out every day. I was waking up. Six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that, that's what I was about to ask you. Like, what's the day of training like? A, a, a yeah, yeah, like what? Bro, what's the, what? What? What does that entail? Ridiculous. Like, all right. So, James got a gym at his house. Like, he got a weight room in mm-hmm. his house. He he lives. He don't live in Miami. He lived probably like forty five minutes away from Miami. Mm-hmm. So instead of him having to drive back and forth to the arena to get lifts in and all that, he Put just built a gym car. in his garage. Mm-hmm. So uh, we used to be up by like 5.45, um, we used to lift, like do like whatever our lift was, do cardio, and then we'll go to 
the gym called the hot box hi everyone jazzy bell here from woman in hip-hop podcast and if you're a fan of music then be sure to check out and subscribe to woman in hip-hop podcast a show that focuses on the many talents and influences from women within the culture and is brought to you exclusively by revolt podcast network anchored in hip-hop powered by creators shout out to uh, miami hoop school we used to be there probably like 8 30 9 o'clock mm-hmm. we go in there it's probably like it's a small gym it's hot as shit you in there getting like ball handling shit in like crafting. Um, be in there for probably like hour and a half, two hours. From there we go eat. Then we go back to the crib. It's dumb hot and it's probably like two now. One, two. Get in the pool, chill for a little bit, eat again. Um, then we go to this high school, this high school and down there. Uh, they got like NBA regulation, like lines and three-point lines and all that. That's when we getting shots up. Okay. Uh, working out there. Then we might got a game in the Miami Pro League in the Pro Am at nine. Right. So we go from there, go play in the game, then go to the crib, get in the pool, eat, chill, start that shit all over again the next day. So it's really like an all-day thing. Literally, it's just all day. Yeah. All day. Because people had this perception of like athletes that it's like. Oh, you're blessed, so you just kind of show up. Hell just show up no. and make millions. Hell no. Oh, yeah. you, you think that, your ass is going to be blessed and at the crib. <laughs> Them niggas work hard, bro. Like, that's why I be bidding off people. Like, you know, they see niggas that's on the end of the bench that don't get no time. Nigga might we said that on here. say he ass and all that. Like, bro, nigga, <laughs> nigga come niggas come anywhere, come to a pro and drop 75. Oh, <laughs> you saw Bones last week? 40, 46, yeah. 8, and whatever. I, like, yeah. I remember niggas from around my way. I'll never forget this. Because you know how around the way motherfuckers yeah, hooping. Niggas like always you talk shit. Talk shit. I'm the man. It's hooping levels, hooping. bro. That's one thing I tell niggas is levels. And I it's remember really the nigga straight was like, yo, like he, because he was like a shot blocker nigga at the park we had around the way. And I ain't going to say his name because he's an idiot. But <laughs> he used to do his little thing, pinch yeah. him on the back or whatever. And I remember this nigga hold off one day and was like, I could stop Amari. And Chill I was out. like, what Amari? Chill he was out. like, fuck you mean, nigga. Amari come to the hole on me, nigga. I'm punting all that hype shit. Like, dog, nigga, I'm, I'm punching shit. And I'm just like, so you going to, like, sock it. Because that's the punch. <laughs> you going to pull a burner on it. That's the only <laughs> sock. That's the only punching you going to do. And I told him, I'm like, and it was him and another nigga he used to be with. And they was like the, the, the little two, you know, like Flight and Willie from White yeah, Man yeah, Cage. I'm yeah. like, they was that shit. And I told him, I'm like, yo, Amari Stoudemire will come to this park. Off of, with, with jet lag <laughs> off of a plane from Phoenix in a suit with a bottle of Henny <laughs> and he would take Bro. me and us two together would be I'm like I'd be hitting mid-range jumpers like a good little role player <laughs> like Bro, one trash, time y'all. we had like, a game we had a game in Miami Pro League no bullshit I swear to God we in the sprinter on the way to the game James had two bottles of Remy had 44 in the game. I swear to God. Who is this? James Johnson. James Johnson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and he, some niggas look at him in the league like, oh, he just a tough guy. Like, he just played defense. Yeah, like, like a tough guy role play. No, bro. Like, he out there crossing niggas, mm-hmm. making niggas fall, like, everything. 44, bro, in a pro-am. Mm-hmm. Like, these not slouches. No. Like, he drunk, though. Like, <laughs> yeah. drunk. 
I can believe it. Like, because when you, they like, really, they really like, just like I said, it's a job, bro. This is what they get paid And that's to one do. thing I appreciate about the new documentary they did, the, uh, the and one Joe and the 30, yeah, the 30 show them where they, where Lou will and yeah, they asked like, him, like, could no. you think Lou, hell no, hell, hell no. no, ain't no way on earth. And it's just like, yeah, like to be a professional at that level, really? you it's gotta insane. You got to do that shit when you don't want to yeah, do it. And even a- A.O. said it, he said, he said some of us had the natural ability. A.O. A- probably was the only one that I think could have been able to do it. Yeah, he had workouts, he had A.O. outside of and one he had a, really he had a, a Seattle workout. He had a bunch of Orlando workouts. Like he was, he was moving. But again, he even he said it like, "Yo, a lot of us had natural ability. We didn't have the discipline that it took Yo, to be a professional no. athlete." What? Yeah. That discipline different, bro. Like different. Like Jay ain't. Like, I'm grown. You see, I was down there yeah. with y'all in the club. <laughs> Jay was in a crib right. with his family. Like he ain't care about me going to where he gave me the keys to the wheel, all that. I was cool, but. Long as I made sure my ass was back at the crib yeah. and be at the gym, yeah, by we was out. We was out getting drunk. He was like, I, I got to train like, in the morning. Four yeah. thirty. <laughs> she like, was like four thirty. <laughs> I got to be back at the gym in an hour and fifteen minutes. Yeah. AI said that when he uh, got drafted, he, you know, him and Kobe got drafted together, mm-hmm. and he was like his first game he in flew LA. Out LA. He flew out to LA. He's he like, like he went and met up with Kobe. <laughs> they had dinner, yep. and he's like, after the dinner, Kobe like, so uh, what I'm you get ready to do? He's like. What you about to do? He's like, I'm going to the gym. Hey, I like, nigga, I'm, I'm he putting LA. his chains I'm on. <laughs> I'm going out. out. Real shit. Kobe's like, well, that boy Allen, I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> that's how you see the difference yeah. between shit, bro. Yeah. Like, AI's a legend. It's my goat. But you see the difference between, like, yeah, Kobe how it is, is Kobe. Like, Kobe's work Kobe ethic played was just, 20 years, yeah, bro. It's just unbelievable. Last game had 60. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's that, that. NBA shit is different, bro. Them, them niggas ain't to be fucked with. Now, let me ask you this, because you, you went and played overseas, so you've been over there, you've seen them. Do you feel like the game is any better over there as opposed Hell to... Hell no. It's like, like I said, I can't really say too much because I didn't stay. Like, I wasn't uh-huh. there for that long. But, like, the NBA is... The NBA is the NBA. Like, niggas over there want to come to... Oh, no, no, I know that. I'm more so talking about, like, like, the way it's played. The way it's played. It's different, bro, because yeah. it's like... Is is a lot of weird shit you gotta adapt to, like the calls. Like, you first get the ball, you make a move, like a jab or something, you have to put the ball down. Over there. Travel. They're gonna call travel on you though, like only on the <laughs> Americans though. Yeah. They don't call that shit on the Europeans. Like little shit, like when the ball hit the rim, they can knock it off. Um, oh no! Like, I seen oh, that shit that. happen at a free throw. Like that shit fucked me up. I was like, oh shit! Like they really could do that. Um, Files like it's way more physical. Like they let you get away with a lot more shit if you a European. Right, you right. Know, Americans they call it ticky tack shit. You gotta literally be bleeding the sun for you to get a foul. But I mean it's 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 cool though. Like it's cool, especially if you if you really invested in it. Like I don't think that shit for everybody, bro. Cause it's like you gotta really adapt like the food. Like I wasn't there for that long, but that little, the period of time I was there was like, damn bro, like we going to the market. You know how you in the market? Going to the super mare cat. You know how you in the market and you could smell like what's in the aisles? Like you ever walk down the spices aisles Mm -hmm. and shit? Like you smell all the spices, bro. I'm in the market, right? I'm smelling something. I'm like, what the fuck is that, bro? Like I get around the aisle, bro. Like where the freezer shit at, bro. I look up, bro, it's fucking Pigs hanging. Like, oh, shit. Like, like the head cut off, obviously. They, like, charboiled or some shit. Mm-hmm. Out, bro, it's flies and shit. I really lost it. Like, I'm like, <laughs> this shit really crazy. Like, I was in Spain, so, like, they worship the pig. Like, right. everything mm-hmm. is pork. 
walking down the street, you see little plastic uh, little models of it, shit in the windows and shit. Like, shit, this was crazy, bro. Like, they got all types of different types of Doritos and shit. Like, oh, yeah. pork and ham and cheese flavored Doritos. <laughs> bro, I literally was eating fruit and shit like That's that. That's it. <laughs> then, the shit that you used to hear, like, McDonald's and all that shit. Tastes way different. Burger King and all that shit is better there because yeah. it's like they don't have no preservatives. The, the one I tell you about over and I went to Dubai earlier. I had a like, chicken sandwich from shit. Burger King, bro. Oh. I said, what the fuck? This is like a real ass, <laughs> real it, chicken what sandwich. What it is, is it's, a, it's almost like a, a culture shock. Yeah, like it's you, like cause weird because you're used you like, to it. You, you think it's na- it's like you nasty. You think it's at nasty, first then you realize. Like, yeah. Yeah. like, no, this is how it's supposed to taste. Yeah. Yeah. All this shit we get here. Me and Drew, we, we went to Popeyes and and uh and uh, on the way to Dubai, and I'm thinking like Popeyes and the shit. The fries was so fucking. They weren't like that heavy, greasy shit on them. It's it just it's just way different. Yeah, shout out, shout out to everybody overseas though, bro. That shit like round like kudos to y'all, yeah, for sure. Because that shit um that ain't that ain't easy. So with all this in mind, two high schools, college, family issues, training at Temple, go overseas on a tour, training with James, playing, going through the whole pro circuit as far as like pro-ams and, you know, working out and all of that. What made you finally say, I'm done with basketball? So um, 2020 pandemic, I'm just... I'm just working out. I'm working out every day at this time too. I'm working out with uh shout out to Bilal. Working out with Bilal of KOP every day. Literally every day. Um I don't I don't know what it was. Like I came home one day, I was on FaceTime with my little brother. And um Well, I started off on Instagram with it. Like I I just was like trying to figure out like in the crib, you know, pandemic had niggas in the house. Yeah. So my whole life, bro, I never thought of anything like other life than other than hooping. Like, you know what I'm saying? You growing up, everybody tell you you gotta have a plan B. You think that shit bullshit. Like, uh, whatever. Like. So I literally just sat back. I think I was high. I think I just sat back. <laughs> it was like, what the fuck do I like doing? And the only thing I could think of is just like getting dressed, bro. Like I always liked clothes. Like everybody always knew me as Tehran that hoop and got dressed. Like that's that was always it. So I'm like, damn, what could I do? Like, mind you, multiple times, years before, people will always ask me, like, did I have a stylist or did I ever think about doing it? And I never paid that shit no mind. So then it was just like, clean up, so into the mic. I never yeah. thought about it. So then it was just like. Should I try this shit? So I put like a poll on Instagram. Niggas was like, I had mixed reviews though. Like even my some of my homies <laughs> close still to this day. Like even Ron. Yeah, you like nigga, you know I can see Ron, this. Like Ron, like Ron, like bro, you could dress, but like go ahead, bro. Like chill. Like I'm like damn. So this shit just had me like, mind you, I always been a confident person because I I knew everything I was doing, I was good at. But this shit, I never did it before, so I wasn't confident in it. That's what made me ask Instagram. Whole time, like, fuck what everybody got to think. Yeah, it's funny how people go to Instagram. With yeah, like, ideas. fuck what it. What do y'all think? Fuck <laughs> it. Like, <laughs> I know niggas was going to say what they wanted to say, so it was just like, I don't know. Uh, and I just was like, fuck it. Like, I made an Instagram page. Like, I don't know how the name just came to me from the rip. Like, Drip Soul Separate. That shit just, like, clicked, like, from the rip. Like, that was the first name I thought yeah. about. 
and I just thought about it. So I made the Instagram. I initially just started making like fits. I just started making fits, like creating fits. I seen somebody post like a fit before and I text them like, yo, what app you use? Told me the app. And I just learned, I taught myself how to use the app and I just started creating shit. So like a couple days later, I needed a logo. Like I'm like, damn, like I ain't got no logo. I need something like what I'm gonna do with it. Like, I don't know why, but like math always been my favorite subject in school. So, like, I came up with the logo thinking about fucking exponents. Okay. So, like, drip sold separate, like, the D, pause, is, like, would be, like, a number. Then, like, the two small mm-hmm. S's is, like, the exponent. That's how I came up with the logo. That's fire. And then I just ran with it. So, like, from the beginning, like, everybody was asking me, like, is it going to be a clothing line? Like, what you going to do? And I'm like, no. Like, but I'm like... That's when I was on FaceTime. My little brother, one day I came in from working out. He like, bro, you got to get, like, something. So now I'm just like, maybe I could just do merch. And then I'm like, what would I start with? First thing came to my head was head, was hats. Because mm-hmm. I always wear hats. Like, my, I got that shit from my pop. My pop always wore fitteds. Mm-hmm. Wanted to be like that nigga so bad. So it was like, I, always, I just adapted it. Adapted to it. So I fucking... I found like the blank cat online and I just designed that shit. Like literally just sitting at the at my mom's table in her dining room, just designed that shit. And then went from there. Yeah. What was uh what would you say is like your first uh kind of moment where you was like, damn, I got something to where it's like where you something that you created and it connected that made you feel like encouraged to keep going with the fashion shit. Bro, so like all right, I started that in July, July 2020. That's when I first started. Um, I started styling. I styled Lavello personally, though. Like, I was styling her a couple times. And after, like, the third time, second or third time, she had her shoot coming up. And she already had a stylist on the shoot. And right. she kicked them off. It hired me on it. So, like... Even then, I still ain't had no faith in that shit. But then when we got the pictures back and I seen that shit, I'm like, damn, bro. Like, I'm like a whole new person. Like, I just reinvented myself, like, in a matter of a couple months. Like, I'm seeing, like, I see the behind the scenes shit, me adjusting clothes and setting outfits up and shit like that. I'm like, damn, bro, that's crazy. Like, that's really me. So that was probably, like, the first... Like, all right, you can actually do this shit. But then that was never my attack. Like, that shit just, hap- that shit just happened. Yeah. So, um, April, well, not April, maybe it was like March. That next March, uh, 21. Yeah. Um, James was with Dallas at the time, and they was playing against the Nets. I went up there, we went to dinner at uh, Philippe's, but when I got there, he had Dorian and Trey Burke at dinner. Mm -hmm. So we got there, it was regular, like, Rod and met everybody, for real, for real. Like, (laughs) at the, being around Jay, like, he played on the heat, I done met everybody. So it was like, it wasn't nothing for me to walk in there and see two other niggas. It just was like, oh, all right, bet, like, what's up? We just at the table eating, like, just rapping, like, regular conversations and shit. And then, like, 
we uh we all exchanged Instagrams and phone numbers and shit like that. And um we just, I think we was like talking about I think I told him what I did and shit like that. And then uh Doe was cool. Like we was we was we clicked from the jump. And then probably a week later, Doe texted me like they played the Knicks. And Doe is uh Dorian Dorian Finney Smith, right? So in the midst of this, I was waiting for my for the hats to get done. Mm-hmm. So when the hats finally came, I think it was two weeks later, the hats finally got done. <laughs> and uh I wasn't releasing them yet. But what how I was gonna do it was I was gonna give Dorian, I was gonna give James a hat first and they was gonna wear them and then have everybody on it. Right. So right when they was about to play the Knicks, literally the day before, James got traded to New Orleans. So I still went to the game to give Dorian his hat. But in the midst of me giving Dorian his hat, I end up styling him. Like I went to sex. Shit crazy, bro. We went I was in sex forum, like about to like I was just looking, they had meetings and shit. So I was there before him and Trey got there. Sex closed at probably like seven, seven thirty, something like that. And uh we was in that joint till like ten o'clock. Like they came, locked the doors, like we was the only motherfuckers in the whole sex, like on Fifth Avenue. Mm-hmm. So that shit was like crazy to me. Like that was one of the moments that really was like, damn, bro. Like I'm in the motherfucking sex Fifth Avenue after it's closed. Like just walking around this joint. I'm in the back rooms and all that shit. So I wasn't even supposed to style him that game. I was literally just supposed to go up there, go to the game, give him his hat. So I ended up styling him. And he wore the hat to the game. So that was like my first joint right there. I'm like, bro, I could do this shit. Like I just started in July is March is March. And it's Six April. It's April now. And I got an NBA client already. Like, oh, this shit over. Like, yeah. I got this shit. That shit over. Right after I styled him. And though Do don't even post. Like Doe posted. Everybody was going crazy on his gram. They fuck with his fit. And he booked me for three games. Dallas, they had three straight home games. I flew to Dallas, starting for three games. And it's crazy to think that where the NBA really is, that facts. you that you got a stylist to style you for going to where your yeah, job. That's like, just a part of that's yeah. a part of it now. Like fashion and sports go hand in hand. Yeah, that shit is crazy. Yeah, they got league fits, they got the drip cam, all that shit. Everything. Everything. So let me ask you this, not to be too much in your business. What does some like a stylist make in a situation like that? Like how do y'all make so y'all to be money? honest, bro, like it's the same as if like say if you a plumber or if you were anything, you got yeah. your own business. And you charge whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, you can I could charge the same exact thing. I could do the same thing. I could charge whatever the hell I want. Like, literally. Because mm-hmm. I know what I can do, and I know what you need help with. So it's like, I could charge whatever. But basically, it's like all based off of how much your client trying to spend for it. For okay, like so they you give base you everything budget. off a of budget, and you add your percentage to it. Okay. And, like, everything else going to play, too. Like, depending on, like... Um, like hotels and flights and all that shit, but like, and I would imagine when I went cr- to Dallas, I didn't have to get a hotel because yeah. like we like we close, so yeah. it's like I stayed at his crib. Right. Like, right. and I would imagine that there are certain uh, competitive advantages once you really in that world. You start yeah. getting a plug here, a plug there. Bro, it's like, bro, People like, sing you shit. You could go to. You can make money so many different ways, bro. Like, you can go to. 
I don't even want to give up too much. You know, you, I don't, school, I don't want you to, you know, give up. But your no, trade like, secret. no, like, I, I ain't really like that. But uh, certain stuff is just like when you work with a certain caliber of people, you can do way more because mm-hmm. it's like so many other doors open for you. And then like I'm, I, I get dressed myself, so it's like doors open for me too on top of my clients because I'm, I can market myself. Like I'm my own brand, so it's like it's easy. You can make money all different types of reasons and shit. Now, as a stylist, you're 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 basically picking out what they should wear in certain situations, yeah. right? Yeah. That's the best way to do it. Yeah, and I and I do a bunch of shit too, though. So like, I started off as just that. Like that's what I initially wanted to do, just be a stylist. But like, I do. I'm a stylist. I do fashion design now. I do. I do design, like all different types of design, creative design. Yeah. Um, all branding, like sure, everything. You, you know, like another all a, different types a, of shit. Another vertical you probably should add because you're dealing with you know these big money people. Interior design. Mm-hmm. It's a it's like a bunch of stuff. Like a project I did with Lavello and uh, Andre Drummond ain't have shit to do with styling. Um, when Dre first got to Philly, he uh they did like some gift boxes for like the whole team, and. They hit me up, like, so Dre trained with Remy in Miami, and that's one of the trainers we work out with, too. Yeah. So when Remy came to Philly with Dre his first day in Philly, and we went out to eat, shout out to Remy. Um, what, who is Dre and Remy? Andre Drummond. Okay. First signed with the Sixers. Right. Remy is a trainer based out of Miami, okay. and he trains Drummond. Okay. He trained, I was trying like, my hardest. <laughs> All right, so um, Remy Ma and then Remy mind Dr. Dre. Yeah, Dr. Remy, Dre. Remy, Remy, <laughs> I'm no. trying to put the correlation together. I'm like, all right, that shit ain't No, yeah, when he uh when they they Dre first day in Philly, uh Remy hit me up like, yo, I'm in this, I'm in your city, like we going out to eat, pull up, yada yada yada. So I pull up to dinner, meet Dre. We just kicked it from there and then um his his assistant hit me up like telling me about the project Dre was doing with the team and all that. And uh, saying that they want to incorporate, like, a Philly brand. So, like, me dealing with Lavello already, I know for a fact she was waiting for me to get a Sixers client so she can get some of her clothes. Like, she a diehard Sixers fan. Mm -hmm. So, it was just a perfect opportunity. Like, she got her brand on the whole roster. So, like, we created, like, some gift boxes. And then... um, they got presented to the team. We got pictures back from it and all that. So that's, what's up. that's fire. Shout out to Lavella. Very nice young lady. It's my lady. dog. Really yeah. appreciate it. She returned her. my AirPods. She didn't nice. <laughs> keep them. You know she, she got to get her on the show for her. You got to help us get her on the show. Oh, that's easy. Oh, yeah. That's easy. Yeah, you got to help that's us get easy. her on the show. How much would you say that just being a cool, genuine ass nigga has benefited you and helped you out navigating through this world? It's the, it's the key. Literally, like, it's the key. And it's crazy how, like, shit work here. Like, you you deal with so much, like, outside noise in Philly, you feel yes. what I'm saying? Like, That's a perfect way to A lot of niggas it. look at what you're doing and hate hate what you're doing because they can't do it. Or, like, oh, how the fuck he doing this or how he this and that. But it's like, I ain't never, I ain't never do nothing outside of me just being me. And that's why right. everybody that I deal with fuck with me the way that they fuck with me. Absolutely. Feel me? Like, uh, I always... I always been genuine and everything's just been organic from the beginning. Like I never 
and I always got something to bring to the table. So it's like I'm never just around just to be around a motherfucker. Showing like, up with an empty cup. Yeah, like I'm always trying to do something or build. Like, like me and James. James is I didn't meet James until 2016, mm-hmm. and that's like one of my best friends. Yeah. Like, how did y'all meet? We met in Philly. Oh, okay. Uh, the twins camp. They had, you know, they got a, a camp every summer for the kids. And uh, it was the same night as one of Luke parties. And at the time, James was on the heat. So he brought his teammates up here, like Tyler, James, mm-hmm. Wayne. It was all in the city for his party. And they came to the camp to talk to the kids. So after the camp or whatever, we just busting it up. And then we, we, we all, like, followed each other on Instagram. And then I think... The party came that night. I see him at the party. We dapped it up. That was that. But then, like, he went back to Miami. I think I just posted some uh, old head on my block. Me and my cousin, me and my brother was bidding off this old head on my block. And James was laughing at it on the gram. And he was like, send me the vid. So I think I sent it to him in the DM. And he sent me his number. So I texted to him. Then, bro, like, probably like a week later, a nigga just FaceTimed me out the blue. Like, yeah. like who the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, that's Jay. So I answered, and shit nigga just at the crib. And uh, he was like, bro, I want you to come train with me. I'm like, what? He's like, bro, I want you to come to Miami and work out with me. So I'm like, when? <laughs> like, bet. Like, I'm there. So I forget what the date was. But he told me some date. And then, like, we talked probably, like, two days before that. Like, we was talking periodically leading up to that. But then... Mm-hmm. We talked probably, like, two days before that, and he was, like, getting his assistant to book my flight. And I think, like, he just got caught up doing something else. I booked my own flight, and then I went out there, and a nigga picked me up from the airport and was, like, gave me my bread back for the flight. Like, man, you a real one, bro. Like, I told you I was going to book the flight for you, and you was like, man, I'm going to get out there. Right. <laughs> he gave me my bread back for the flight, and it been up since then. Like, I talk to him every day now. Like, yeah. his kids call me uncle. Like, Dope, yeah, that's decent. That's how it's supposed Thanks. to be. Real shit. So let me ask you this. Um, how did you make the connection with Katie, Rich Kleiman, in the boardroom? Uh, James. Yeah. Um, well, initially, initially, uh, this was June 2021. Um, Kai, they was playing against the Liberty at the Barclays. And she texted me like, yo, KD coming to my game today. I'm like, bet. So that shit, bro, life, life crazy. So mind you, at this point, my hats is gone for real. I probably had like three hats left or two hats left. It was like a seven low-ass hat and a seven and five ace. So um, you know Nori, right? Nordine Lindsay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Nori. Uh, Nori and KD is cool. Okay. So when Nori played in JUCO in and at the time, KD was playing for okay. OKC. Yeah. And a bunch of, like, DMV niggas was playing at the show, like the JUCO showcase. And they was at the game, and they seen Nori. Nori was going crazy. And uh, he ended up building a relationship with KD. Gotcha. So I tell Nori, like, bro, I'm going to the game. Like, I need you to hit K. Uh, let him know, like, I'm trying to give him a hat. So I get to the game. Um, I see K, I give him the hat, we dap it up, but it wasn't really nothing. It was like hella fans and shit, so I give him the hat. Mind you, like I said, I only had two hats left, bro. So I'm texting Nori, like, bro, what size he wear? He like, I don't know, I'm going to find out. So I give him the hat. I just give it to him. 
He texted me back after the game, like, fool, we're seven and five eighths. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Like, <laughs> yeah. that's literally the only size I had left. And, and, he, and I gave it to him. Like, that shit just happened so weird. So, my, he never wore the hat. He never wore the hat. So, crazy how God worked, bro. Like, this is June, August. James got released from, I think, the Pelicans. And he signed with Brooklyn. He signed with Brooklyn. So I'm hyped. But, bro, it didn't dawn on me to, like, after I – I'm like, wait, this nigga just signed with the Nets, bro? I'm like, it's up. (laughs) So uh, I just start going, like, I start going. I always go to James games all the time. So being as though he in New York now, like, I was at at every home game. So at every home game, bro, I'm just seeing K every time. Like he, we just keep seeing each other. And K, like I always fuck with K. I always been a fan of his. He always been my favorite player ever since AI retired. And I always like like how he carried himself. Like he come up the same way, single mom. So like I just fucked with him. Growing to like know him now, like build a relationship with him now. I fuck with him a thousand times more because he's like a real ass person. Like he genuine. He like. Not no knock against LeBron, but like if you in a room with LeBron and you in a room with KD, you gonna be able to tell the difference. Like Bron got like the image. Like Bron is Bron. Like yeah. KD will be in this joint sitting here just like one of us on some chill shit. Like just on his phone. Like it's just he just KD. Right. So like um, but we I just start going to every game and we just keep seeing each other, keep seeing each other, keep seeing each other. Then like we dapping it up. We busted up every, for two minutes at pregame, shit like that. And that was just – it was just regular. But I gave him – I made James a one-on-one and I made K a one-on-one. So I brought the one-on-ones to the game. I'm like, bro, I got that hat for you. He like, say no more. So I'm like, bet. Like, he might fuck with this joke. So I give him the hats. Probably like – I don't say nothing else about it. Like, I ain't asking him about it or nothing. At this point, bro, he ain't follow me on Instagram. I ain't have his number or nothing. I just was seeing him at the game. So, New Year's Day, January 1st, nigga, I'm sitting in a bed. I'm sitting in the bed about to go get something to eat. And my phone just started going crazy. Like, all these mentions, like, people calling me. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, so I open this shit. And K in the press conference got my hat on. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Like, I jumped out the bed, bro. I was hyped as hell. Like, damn, this nigga got my hat on. Then, like, he just kept wearing that shit. Like, he wore that shit, like, on on the et cetera, on the podcast. Like, that shit was crazy. So, now, like, I'm always thinking about what's next. So, like, once he was wearing it and I seen he fucked with it, I'm like, damn, bro, like, I got to do something else. So I always watch their podcast. Then, like, one day I was watching a podcast, and they had, like, they linked to their merch shit. So I click on the link while I'm watching it. I'm like, this shit terrible. Like, they got to do better. Like, they ain't even got no hats. Like, this nigga love hats. Yeah, they ain't even got no hats. <clears throat> so just so perfectly, bro, like, the D pause fits right in the middle of boardroom. Like, my logo. I'm like, mm-hmm. I got something for that. I literally sat. I, I rolled up. I sat there, and I created that shit. And then now it's just like, damn, this shit hot. So I just made a hat first. And then I'm like, you know 
what? I'm about to make something else. So just in case they like it, they gonna be like, what else you got? I'm yeah. already have it. Already got it, yeah. So boom, I I go to the game. I go to another game. I see him. Don't got a chance to talk to him about it because it's like one thing about K, he's like a thousand and ten percent about basketball. Like he don't give a fuck about nothing else. Like y'all hear all the shit about him tweeting back to people and all that, talking about shit. He's really on that because he don't care about nothing but hoops. Like he's gonna talk about hoops. Got an opinion, he's going to, oh, yeah, we know. He's going to say some shit back. <laughs> we see. He's going to say some shit back, and he don't care. Like, yeah, he's going to say right. something back. So, uh, I'm like, I can't even talk to him about it right now. Like, he in the warm-ups. He about to get start the game. Like, yeah. So, my whole angle was just like, damn, I got to figure out a way to, uh, like, show him this shit, like, or have a conversation with him about it. Once again, God worked in mysterious ways. So, y'all know once the – Ben Simmons and James Harden trade happened that game March 10th. Mm -hmm. They come to Philly March 9th. So, mind you, any team James been on, every time he come to Philly, he be with me. So, like, or I go to his hotel or mm -hmm. something. Like, March 9th, he hit me like, yo, I'm at the tells. Like, pull up. So, I'm just thinking it's about to be just, like, regular time we at the tells, bro. I go to the John. They take my will at the valet. I go upstairs. Regular, like he opened the door, open the door. Mind you, we do a little handshake and shit. This time is like weird. He like, don't say nothing about the game tomorrow. I'm like, what? I'm about to be like, what, bro? Like, what the fuck is you talking about? Cause we don't never like, we never be on that. So I'm just, but I ain't say nothing. I'm like, all right, bro. I just go in. We in the four season, so I close the door and I turn around, bro. Like my head down. I take like two steps and shit. I start looking up. K sitting right there on the couch. I said, yo, bro, I instantly got nervous. Like, I'm sweating inside. I'm geeked the fuck up. Like, I ain't letting them know that, but I'm geeked the fuck up on the inside. Like, I'm in a fucking hotel room with my favorite player right now. Like, so I'm like, all right, bet. Like, we chilling for, like, the first 30 minutes, bro. It's just regular as shit. Like, you will be doing with your homies, bro. We in the gym. We watching. We watching the game that's on. Mm -hmm. We listening to rap. I'm playing Philly music, all types of shit, like putting them on shit, all that. Like, so then I'm cool now. So we just start talking, and um, I said something about the one to one, and he was like, "Yeah, bro, I fuck with that John." Like, boom, boom. So then I tell him shit I just told y'all about, like watching the podcast and shit. Nigga literally just was like, "Cook it up." I'm like, "What?" Shit. I pulled my phone out, showed the nigga the pic. He was like, "What, bro? That's fire! Like, that's crazy! Like, we doing that?" Like, what? So I took my phone back, and I show him the other picture with the sweatsuit on it, too. Nigga, like, sat up there on his seat. Like, yo, like, that's tough, bro. Like, we doing that. I'm like, you bullshit. He said, what? Nigga pauses the music. and like, what you say? I said, bro, you bullshit. He said, bro, send it to me right now. Nigga took my phone and text that shit to himself. I said, ain't no way. I said, ain't no way, bro. Then I'm like, all right. Like, he said it's a go, so I'm geek. But then I know it's just, like, something else I had to do before the shit really got final. But then I'm like, I don't know. Like, he never – after the game, I see nigga at the game. He go in the tunnel. Like, we dap it up. And then I text him after the game. And he texts back. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's up. So, uh, I had to – I had to get with Rich now. Like, because – K ain't even tell me this. I just know because K is just worried about hoops right now. So 
I gotta get the rich. Like that's my man. I gotta get the rich. So I'm like, fuck. So now I'm talking to Nori. I get to the crib, like, bro, K said that should go. Like I'm hyped now. So uh, I knew K. I knew Rich was gonna be at the next game. Shit, I got right to the next game. Um, right and early. Right and early. <laughs> watch warm ups just like regular shit. Um. At, I'm I'm peeping where Rich at the whole time. Like I'm locking in with Rich every ten minutes. Like damn, let me make sure I see where this mm-hmm. nigga at. So then at the end of the game, I go to the tunnel and we walking towards each other and then, like we just locking, locking eyes. Like he trying to put two and two together. I'm like yeah, that's him. So I nod my head at him. He nod his head back. So then we shake hands. He like UTB. I'm like yeah. I'm like. I'm like, no, it's not a clothing line, but yeah, like, boom, boom. He's like, yeah, Kevin told me. Like, so now I'm all in my head trying to figure out what I'm going to say to him, but he already know who I am all right. the time. So now I know K really fucked with it because that means he went back yeah, and totally. told Rich. So now it's like it was easy. At that point, Rich gave me his number, and uh, it went from there. Like, that shit was – that happened March – I showed K that shit March 10th. It dropped May 15th. So basically, sixty-five days. Facts. From from inception to conception. Facts. That shit was at my door. Damn. Well, it wasn't at my. It was out to the public. Maybe yeah. 15. That's fire, man. That's dope, man. Congratulations. Because like you said, when you first started, remember you I hit me. You no, like no you were just trying to find your way. Facts. I ain't know what the fuck I was gonna do with this shit, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I really didn't. Yeah. And now it's just like. Yeah, life is crazy. Life crazy. Like it'll have you on a on a on a on a road thinking that it's gonna end with yeah. this one thing that you only know. This yeah. is the only and thing. That's you know. all I ever knew. That's right. all I ever wanted to know. And I come to find out about nothing else. Right. Yeah, and come to find out that it's like, yeah, you were gonna be in that atmosphere, but not doing what you thought. Now you'd it's be like doing. everybody asks me, like, you miss hooping? Hell yeah, I miss hooping. Every time I go into a gym, to an arena, and I see niggas hooping, I be wanting to put some shorts and some right, right. and get right to it. But it's like I'm at. I'm watching that shit at the highest level. I'm friends with my favorite player. Right. Like we done did business together. Like that's more important than anything. Yeah. To me. Like, yeah, that's my. I'm always gonna be a fan, but he's like a real person for that. Like yeah. he ain't have to do none of that shit. Like he ain't had to do none of that shit. So since the collection been released, it's been a little bit over a month now. What would you say has been like the reception and how did they feel? How did Katie and Rich Man, feel like it went? I could show y'all better. <laughs> like, bro, mind you, like K still continued to wear the hat, my one, the one on one, and all that shit. Yeah. Like they they did a joint podcast with JJ Reddick in his podcast. He had that shit on. Everybody sending it to me in my DM. So it it's kind of it's kind of like bittersweet for real because like. I remember, like, I ain't never, I'm never going to forget. Like, yeah. I remember niggas that was hating. I remember everybody that was supporting me. And it's like, it's just funny to see that shit because now, like, it all comes I went straight around. to the top of that shit. Like, it ain't like I just started out with fucking Robert Covington or somebody like that. Like, not, no knock to him, but, like, we talking about Kevin Durant. Like, so I'm seeing motherfuckers that I know for a fact done said hating shit or, like, been hating, like, post me and post what I'm doing and all right. that. Like, I, I reposted and all that shit. I keep it all the way political, yeah. but don't ever think I don't pay that shit no mind. Like, I see y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, and the people that have been supporting, I see y'all too. Like, so it was, it was, it was cool. Like, it was funny though, like, to yeah. see that shit. Like, even still, like, it's, 
even still, like, because every time it's been, like, shit, I've been doing, like, a bunch of, like, everything I've been doing has been major shit. Like, I've styled Kai for the slam cover. Like, that shit was crazy in here. Everybody, Kalia. Okay. Copper. She was a cover athlete. Okay, okay. Yeah, you're right. Um, and you that say was, Kai, I'm just naturally, I'm yeah. like, Kyrie? No. Uh, I'm like, <laughs> like, so, that happened. Like, everybody was tripping off of that. Like, um, then then whenever I finally got the stuff and I did the photo shoot for the, for the uh, collab, when K posted me, yeah, bro, my phone went <laughs> retarded. My phone went retarded because he yeah. don't post. Niggas like, what, bro? Like, you KD posted you on story, bro? Like, what's going on? Like, so it was just crazy. It's just crazy to see how shit unfold, bro. Yeah. Like, because I remember I wasn't confident in it. And now it's like, what? Like, But even aside from that, though, it's just funny. Like you said, it's bittersweet because most people don't believe until something happens. That's the, that's how it is. Everybody like that shit, especially coming from where we from. And it's like crazy for them to see it happen from somebody like that. Like, we got... Hella league niggas in Philly. Right. I ain't did nothing with right. anybody from Philly. Nothing. And everybody from I know everybody in the league from Philly. Yeah. And yeah, I ain't yeah, did nothing. That's the with crazy them. part. Nothing. Yeah. Like niggas ain't wear a hat. Niggas ain't hit Yo, me up about a hat. The Philly nothing. mentality is like it's, it's crazy, cult, bro. man. It's bad. It's crazy. It's crazy, bro. Uh, yeah, you got on with well, 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 Lynn. That's a Philly nigga. That's he my helped guy. in the progression. That's my guy. Yeah. But like, yeah, with the with the styling part, you got James Dory Finsmith, uh, Dory Finsmith, Dory Finsmith, and KD. Yeah. And, and and then Kai. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like even them though, like James, I like he his own stylist. Like that's just my friend. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's just my friend, and he he know the type of person I am. Like. He fuck with me as a person, right? Like, which is everybody else that I deal with too as well. But like, we don't. Me and James don't do no business together. Like, that's literally just my friend. Like, yeah. that's just my friend, and he has put me in all different types of positions. Yeah, he put to, you in the right room. See what I'm saying? And he's not from Philly. Yeah, that's the that's the point I make. Like, right. He's somebody you met through some Philly niggas. I met through some Philly <laughs> niggas, and he put me in way more rooms than what Philly niggas did. And I'm yeah. not saying Philly niggas owe me anything. Don't nobody owe nobody nothing. No, I think that's. But it's just that, like that's just crazy how it works. That's like, a great. But but, but here but hear me out though. That's a great point to make because at the end of the day, nobody owes nobody nothing. anything. But. It's like the people that are genuine and yeah. are about helping Never people and connecting dots is usually some far out shit. Yep. And he said it though multiple times. James said it multiple <laughs> times. Like, damn, bro, I don't see how nobody from Philly fuck with what you got going on. Like, you really one of them dudes. Yeah, like, people try to act like you're not doing yeah. what you're doing, even hell if it's yeah. right in their face. Like, and they see it. Though. They see. They it. see it. They see it. They see it. Like, for we a fact. we go through it too on the podcast to, because it's like, yo, at the end of the day, it's like. How do you measure um, impact from a media company? It's like you got to go off of the people. It's like how many? I, we didn't help thousands of people. We didn't impact it thousands of people. Right. We do our live shows. Two, three, four hundred people show up. So it's like then you have something like the Roots picnic or whatever that happened, and it's like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. we, what's what's going on? It's like <laughs> it's like that sort of thing. That's how it go, bro. Like that's how it goes. Sometimes really you gotta go. you gotta take the back door, really the side go, door. But, but I got some the that's window. Why I, that's like, why I do yeah. my stuff the way I do it. That's why I gave all my shit to NBA niggas before I gave it to the public. Because I know once they seen everybody else. Yeah, make it that much easier. It ain't no hard sell no more. They was going to be right with it. But now it's just crazy because, like, the shit that that, that you're doing is, like, you see it all on a 
more broader like perspective. Exactly. Like I'm in I was just in a newspaper. Like it was a slam magazine. I was my own article <laughs> on the front page of Slam Online. Like the front page. Like yeah. for a week straight I was on the front page. Like over top of they was doing the whole top 75 teams in NBA history. Like, I was in front of, they just came out with the number two teams. It was like Jordan, that 98 Bulls team, and then it was me right underneath that shit. Mm -hmm. So it was just like, damn, like I really went from at my mom dining room trying to figure out mm -hmm. what the hell I was going to do with right. it. And now it's like, I'm on Zoom interviews with journalists from Slam. How did that uh, opportunity come about? So, um, when when Kyle got selected for the cover, mm -hmm. they had stylists and all that shit on the thing. But Kyle told him she had her own. So she put me on that. She texted me like, yo, you want to style me for the slam shoot? I said, what <laughs> type of question is that? Like, hell yeah. So we did that. And at at the shoot, I met um, the director of W Slam. Okay. Camille, shout out to Cam. Um, so we just kept in contact, like, Everything is all about connections with this shit. So, mm -hmm. like, I met one of Slam photographers, the one that shot her pics. He's all he's based out of New York, so anytime I'm at a Nets game and all that shit, he see me, I get pictures. Right. Like, all the photographers from the Nets, they know who I am. I get pictures. Like, people think I got my own personal right. photographer. <laughs> like, hell no, these is legit dudes. Like, yeah. the Nets photographer took Jordan rookie, fo rookie photos. I got his phone number. Like, I can Damn. call him right now. That's dope as hell. Like, you know what I'm saying? He just bought a sweatsuit. So it was like, uh, but with Slam, uh, once the once the stuff dropped, once the pictures dropped and stuff like that, Camille hit me up and was like, dang, I just seen KD throw it up. Like, that's dope. Like, congratulations. So um, we just talked about it, and she was like, just send me over, like, the pictures and stuff like that, and I'm going to send everything to our editors and see what they want to do with it. And uh, she sent it over probably like two weeks later. They uh, we they emailed me and we set up a Zoom call. That's fire, man! Congratulations, you deserve Appreciate it, man. That, bro. Yeah, that's decent. Should you put the work in, like, and that's why we wanted to make sure we told the story you know, the way that from we the did from yeah. the beginning in order to like really illustrate that like nothing was given to you and that you know you worked your own plays, your own connections, yep. and then it it paid off like it literally led to literally, that. Literally though. So talk, we, we mentioned our bunch of times. Talk about the uh, the relationship with, with Kai, with Kalia Copper. That's just my dog. Like, yeah. outside of, like, and Kai, Kai styled herself 90% of the time, 95% of the time. Like, yeah. I probably styled Kai. I could probably count on both my hands how many times I did it. But, like, that's just, we just friends, bro. Like, we just genuine friends. Like, I want to see her win. She want to see me right. win. So it's like, any way I can help her, I'm going to help her. Any way she can help me, she going to help me. So it's like, that's that's basically it, for real, for real. Like, we just, we just, we just real good friends. Yeah. Real it good it friends. pays to have good friends. Yep. Because, cause, and, we, and we both got multiple things to bring to the table. So it's like, I'm about to be styling one of her teammates. Because of the connection we got, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's just a bunch of doors opened up. Like, yeah. So I was gonna ask you, uh, kind of wrapping up, any other collaborations or like business stuff you got in the works that you could speak about now? That's not gonna like uh, blow your spot up. <laughs> Let me see. Uh, one I can. Um, it's a brand out of Toronto called Far From Ordinary. I'm familiar with them. I, I got a collab with them about to drop. Um, 
That might be all I can say right all now. Right. I mean, some. I mean, it's definitely. It's definitely stuff in the. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. I, it's y'all just know some what the stuff fuck I can't on. speak on because it's like everything ain't done yet. But yeah, like you see, y'all know what the fuck going on. Y'all see what's going on, so it's like. About to drop my shirt tonight. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all see what the fuck is going on. So it's definitely a lot of shit in store. Like for real, it's a lot of shit in store. It's a lot of shit in store. So my last question, and then we can kind of go. Out to, can, uh, Joey. Your ju- your Shout out to Joey in New York, man. <laughs> Joe the jeweler, not Sean either. My man blessed me with the first, the original drip soul separate piece on my birthday. Yeah. Birthday gift. He met Sean's me in fire. New York. For my birthday, I went to uh, see Les for dinner. Pulled up in a Sprinter. Did you like it? When I went, I loved it. Yeah. I've been there multiple my times. My homie went, and he said it was terrible. See? It's, it's a vibe, though. Like, <laughs> we get treated like kings and say less. Yeah. Like, we get private room, smoke while you eat, and all that. So, yeah, he pulled up right right, right to the restaurant. Yeah. Right at the Sprinter. Blessed me with my chains. So, that was that was, that was fire. That was bossy. I loved that. That was fire. <laughs> That was uh, fire. So, kind of wrapping up, um, what would you say is the future for one yourself, and then uh, the brand Drip Soul Separate? What do you see for the next year, two years, five years? Just more work, bro. Like I ain't never gonna stop working. I'm gonna keep on, continue to build my 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 brand and connect with more and more people. Uh, make as many connections as possible, and just keep being around who I'm being around. Cause you, I'm a firm believer. You are what you're around. And oh, yeah. went from being around niggas on the block in the hood and shit like that. And uh now I'm around billionaires and shit like that. So <laughs> it's only way, it's only it's only one way and that's up. Like I and 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 it's just scary a little bit because of the much shit that the, the amount of shit I accomplished in this little bit of time. Yeah. Like I just be having to remind myself, like, a lot of people don't really be understanding it because, like, people on the outside looking in, like, I've been through a lot of emotions since I started this shit. Like, right. my brother got killed May 2021. So it was, like, Sorry to hear in that. the midst of me starting off, it was just, like, damn, like, I'm I'm ready. Like, then boom, like, that shit just took you right back down. Like, I told y'all, I had my first NBA client in April. My brother got killed in May. So it was like I'm going off of extreme high and to, extreme low. to extreme low, and I thought that shit was over. Like I was about to just say fuck all this shit. So then it's like to go back up, and then like you know, like and it's still a grind with this shit. Like everybody yeah. think it's just all peaches and cream because y'all they see me on the floor at games and all of that shit. Like that shit ain't all like yeah. it's all work behind this shit. Right. Like and I one thing I do want to say I want everybody to. Before you say any hating shit or feel a way about what I'm doing, like, just appreciate what I'm doing because ain't nobody give me no handouts or none of that shit with this shit. Like, I came up with this shit on my own. I grinded it out myself, like, and, and you can't tra- do you, nothing you, but you're, applaud that. You're trailblazing because nobody from where we from has I done this shit before. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't stealing nobody's sauce. Yeah. I ain't, you I ain't even in nobody say, lane. You didn't even have the presence of mind to say I'm coming out with a clothing line. You like, nah, it's different. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying? making like, a clothing line. I, that's, I'm never going to have a clothing line. Yeah. I'm going to have little pieces here and there. I'm going to always drop hats because that's my staple. 
I'm gonna always drop all my hats in collections. Yeah. Pieces. You're gonna have it and then when it's gone, it's gone. You can't get it unless you're gonna pay your way for it. You want one after it's sold out, you gotta pay your way for it. Yeah. Like y'all gotta think. I got NBA niggas that'll give me two fifty, three hundred for one hat. Like once my shit sell out, it's gone unless you try and come correct like that. Right. Like it, that's just how it go. I built it up to where it could be like that. So and another thing, like I used to like it was still points where after I'd done, done all of this shit, where I still had little spots where I wasn't confident and shit, where I had to like, yo, like tight. Yeah, up. no, you'll have like little. Cause it's like I'll be like, somebody shit. tell me like, yo, that shit too high or something. Like I ain't paying no art. It's like nah, fuck. Now don't. it's like I'm not changing my fucking yeah, price. Don't don't like, change you your price. Don't, if you don't want to buy it, then you don't want to yeah, buy it. Like, yeah, don't, that's fine don't, with me. Don't change your, else going buy it. Don't uh don't change your price. Change your clientele. Yeah, and, and go buy some shit from somewhere else. Yeah. And that, that's another thing too to open your eyes to who your friends like who your real supporters who your real people that really got your back and shit because it's like when you got a business I know y'all got y'all businesses y'all got multiple businesses so y'all see what it's really like but like I never did this shit so it's right. like I'm seeing everything you getting a crash course like, on this shit yeah. it's crazy because like I done seen niggas go in the mall and spend no telling those shit that, was that my, they don't that, know. That, that was my next but point. Like, Motherfuckers <laughs> spend money on what they want to spend their money on. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, they'll find the money, even go, if they don't you'll have go it. You'll go spend 300 on a Amiri hat that just say Amiri across the front, and it ain't shit to it. And look stupid as my shit. My hat's $80, and I'm somebody you know. That that done grinded this shit out. Oh, you don't mud. have to explain to me. You talk to no, him. I no, know. I'm what you're just saying, about. like that shit crazy to me. Like how you? Yeah, how we you got this fucking paid. Like no, it's like yo. How you complaining about people that? People who I done fucking been there for. Where it's like we got a Patreon. It's twenty dollars a month. They would never. That's just life. People are fucking crazy. No, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, like, people it, are it's really crazy. And you and like people that you done shit for, like you said, yeah, like, people that you done shit for, yep. like I done did countless shit for oh. people that. Before I even was thinking about yeah. being a stylist, yeah. with the connections I got, I done helped out, and now it's like I don't get none of that support. Yeah, they just act the like they don't see it. I watch niggas act like they don't see it, but they <laughs> know <laughs> that shit right there in their face. Like, I watch niggas pay for fucking <laughs> okay. twelve buffalo wings, thirty eight dollars when they drunk. They'll get you like you crazy. You selling something for thirty bucks? That shit is it's 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 wild. It's it's wild and it's funny, but I. I, I appreciate all of it though because yeah you can't it's without part of, it's without part of it you're not going to really understand and that's yeah. the part I like is the journey bro like everybody yeah. think the journey is everything yeah you got to appreciate the journey like, you because got to because it make everything feel better yeah, and life going to teach you different lessons you know what I'm saying yeah. and life going to show you shit and certain people that you might not want to see but you need to see yeah, that shit. Like, if really. somebody a fuck nigga, you need to see that shit in 3D to yeah, understand it. You got to. You got to. You got and, to. And I'm, and, I'm, and I'm like, at first I used to be like, I'm always the person to just like brush shit off and let shit slide and all that. But now it's like. What they say, you let, let shit slide, people start roller skating? I, I, <laughs> I leave, I let shit, I take shit for what it is now. Yeah. Like, I, I had to because I was always like, anybody that's cool with me, I tell you, like, we we cool, we homies, but like, motherfuckers that really know me like that, I'm friends. I talk with on a day to day basis. I'm a I'm a real ass friend. Yeah. Like, I overextend myself. Like, pause. I'm the to, same way. To be a friend to somebody. Like, if I can help somebody out, I'm helping them out. Like, regardless of mm -hmm. what it is. Like, I give somebody my last like shirt off my back, anything. And it's like when you don't see the same shit in return, you gotta accept that shit. Like, yeah. Cause I. 
I I I felt with that for a long yeah. time. Like I used to just keep on keeping on, keep on keeping on. Listen, and then it's bro. like you don't get that shit back, and it's like I, I literally went broke before trying to help people get out their dreams and do shit and and then got and then when I went broke, you know what niggas told me, damn that's crazy. Hope you figure it out. <laughs> I got a damn that's crazy. Hope you figure it out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Bro. Because motherfuckers are oh, empty the well to that motherfucker dry and then look at you like, well damn, why it ain't no more in the well? Y'all niggas took it all. Mm-hmm. What do you want from me? Facts. And and people will show you no remorse and no sympathy. None. So it's like, so you got to unapologetically be on your purpose, be on your yeah, shit, you got to. And, and, you got, and, and preserve you got yourself. Let, you got to let niggas know, like, I'm a humble-ass person. Like, I rarely talk shit. I rarely do any of that. But, like, I can. I can if I want to. And and I be having to remind myself, like, I need to start letting motherfuckers know, like, don't don't play with me like that. Like, I ain't one of them. Like, don't <laughs> play with me like that. Because I, cause I, I, I got room to do that. Like, this shit I'm doing, every, niggas can't do that. And that's why that's why you get the type of mixed feelings from that shit from people because it's like absolutely you doing shit that motherfuckers wish they could be doing and it's like how the fuck he do that and you know from Philly is always oh he Joe or he did right. you know <laughs> this that and the third like anybody I ever did any type of business with or anybody I'm around with like my clients or friends NBA niggas all of that I could pick my phone up right now. Call every last one of them. Mm-hmm. Text every last one of them, and they're going to text me back. They're going to call me back. They're going to answer, and that's for a fact. And I done had my inner circle of friends around that. Like, I done been in room service one time, and I'm texting Tyler Hero at 3 in the morning. He yeah. on a flight, just landed in L.A. Bones like, yo, that's crazy, bro. Like, you talking to Tyler Hero right now. Like, but I'm Joe. Or I'm, right. I'm Dickie. <laughs> that's my like, man. That's my man, bro. Like, <laughs> A girl, you know how you got the request on the joint? Yeah. I seen that one day. I go in there like, damn, there's a lot of messages in here. I don't never check this shit. So it was a video from me and KD dapping it up after the game. And she wrote some shit like, niggas really don't leave no room for bitches no more. Like, y'all be hype posting, posting shit. Are you shaking another man's hand? Like, that's so Joe. I said. I didn't even respond, bro. I laughed. Like, bro, like, what? And that's the thing. Sometimes you got to just laugh at shit like, like that. Like, what? What do somebody, you mean? Somebody sent me a crazy message the other day, slandered my whole character, and I wrote, ha, ha. Like, it's, you just got to laugh at certain shit. I didn't respond to that shit. But, like, bro, what? I'm Joe because I'm shaking my homie hand after a game. Like, you mad as shit because you in the no- you go to a game and you in the nosebleeds or something? Not me. Like, I be on the floor, too. <laughs> no, not you. I'm talking, yeah. about the, I'm talking about the DM. I'm talking about the DM. I'm fucking I don't, like, it's weird to me. Like, then, it, then, then from that shit, you get all the, like, oh, damn, bro, like, I'm trying to slide to a game. Niggas was never hitting me up before trying to do nothing with Niggas me Niggas wasn't before. trying to slide to the breakfast spot. Yeah. Now, now, now you want to go to a game. Like, what, bro? Like, now people don't even realize how crazy they be making themselves look. Like, Because yeah. they don't give a fuck. Because, no. And, 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 they, <laughs> they think, and they know the type of person I am. And they think they, they, they entitled to your success. Yeah, hell no. You ain't do shit for this. You ain't yeah. you ain't put in on this. Lil Baby just had a post last yeah, night. Yeah, I seen that. He said, PSA, just because you've been around a person don't make you entitled to the fruits of the uh, of, of their, their labor, labor for that person. Yep. Envy is at an all-time high. Be Facts. safe out here. Facts. Facts. And that's why I stay... Exactly how I am. Anybody that's around me on a day to day will tell you I ain't changed not one bit. Like some motherfuckers will tell me I'm Hollywood. Like bro, I respond to everybody. Anybody write me, say some some shit, 
I, I respond, thanks, I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't, I'm never going to be, I'm always going to be the same person. Like, I don't, people just crazy, man. Yeah. It's just crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. And they want you to be crazy with them. This has been really good, man. I, I, I appreciate your story. Like, you know, it's just the, where it started and where it ended and yeah, showing, bro. like Chad said, being able to pivot. Because that's Facts. what it's about. Because sometimes that shit that you standing on might not be it. Mm -hmm. And, we, you know, people like, you know, it's, it comes a time where you got to throw the yeah, towel. Facts. And you, you got to sit back and think, like, bro, I'm, I just turned 29 last Wednesday. Happy belated. Happy yeah. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. You, you, you got to look, bro. You got to look at life. Like, for one, niggas is dying left and right. Two, I got a kid, bro. Like, all this shit is generational. How old is your, uh, your, your daughter now? My daughter is eight. I was about to say nine, something eight, like that. Yeah, yeah, she turned eight June 3rd, right before my birthday. It's, all this shit is generational. Like, we living for... Our kids, and mm -hmm. putting, trying to put shit in play for Straight our kids up. and the people underneath us. Like, you can't be but so selfish to be like, I'm going on thirty, still trying to go to the league. Like, bro, you gotta open your fucking eyes. And yeah, it's four hundred and fifty spots, bro. It's yeah. been five thousand and some change people yeah, in the ever, like, ever in the history yeah. of NBA to play in the league. Like, come on, bro. Like, and and. Because you don't play in the league don't mean you fell. Yeah. Like, that shit don't ever mean you fell. Like, anytime I go to a camp or something like that to talk to kids that's hooping, mm -hmm. I, that's my message. Like, if you don't go to the NBA, bro, that don't mean you fell that hoop. Yeah. Like, I, basketball I, I, is just a tool, bro. Like, I text when, 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 the, when, the, when the collab got final, I text Rich and said, like, Damn, bro, like, I really appreciate y'all. Y'all about to change my life. You know what he said back to me? He said, no, we ain't. Like, you changing your own life. We damn. just we just a part of We just helping you along the way. And I really, like, damn, like, that's facts. Because, like, you might think shit over. Like, because you chase one thing your whole life and then yeah. it don't happen. It's like, damn, like, I felt, fuck no. Me being who I am and me hooping put me right where I'm at. If yeah. I wasn't hooping, I would have never met none of the people I know. Mm -hmm. Lynn, anybody, James, anybody, any of the people who helped me out along the way, I would have never met them if it wasn't for basketball. No, that's right. So I, how can I say I felt if what I'm doing on a day-to-day breaks it off of me hooping? Yeah. So it's like you just got and – and, and the last thing, I know I'm probably talking your head off. Nah, you're like, doing your thing, bro. You can't, you can't rush your shit. Like – Mm. At all, rush. you it's can't rush, bro. Because like, I'm I'm trying to tell y'all, bro. Like I didn't had nights in the crib, like where like after my brother got killed, I probably had like, and I'm always gonna be a thousand percent transparent. Like I'm gonna always keep it a beam. I probably had like thirty seven hundred dollars in my account, mm -hmm. and I I had just moved out of my apartment. I'm at my mom crib and I was about to move again. I had probably like my move in money plus like $500 extra to move in. But when I moved in my apartment, I was gone mentally. Like, cause I'm on my brother shit, I'm gone. Like it was times where I ain't know where I was about to like, what I was about to do, I'm stressed out. Like in between clients and shit, the season over, like I ain't know what the fuck I was about to do. And then boom, like. Shit just start happening. Shit mm -hmm. just start happening. But like, I see all that to say like, 
you can't rush it. You can't rush your process. You just gotta fall in love with that shit. Cause it's like, if it's for you, it's gonna happen. Cause like so, bro, so many days I was stressed out. Like even before the KD wore my hat the first time, I had just probably made some money styling. Like made a nice little lump sum of money to styling. But I'm always thinking about what's next, and I ain't know what the fuck I was about to do next. Nigga wore the hat, shit just started jumping. Shit just started flowing. Shit just mm-hmm. started flowing. Stressed out, interviews come. Shit open way more doors for you. I got 10 brands DMing me trying to send me clothes. Now I got money off. Y'all want me to wear this? Y'all want me to post this? This cost this amount. This cost this amount. You trying to get this to this person? This cost this amount. This cost this amount. Right there. Like, it's just, you can't rush your process, bro. Like, you can't. Because, like, 2020, I started this shit, bro. Yeah. It's 2022, and I'm... I done did business with one of the greatest players to ever touch a basketball. And one of the greatest businessmen in, in modern Rich time. Rich climbing. Right like, yeah. people don't – I posted a picture of me and him on Instagram the day we met at the game. Motherfuckers was DMing me like, Yo, who white cuz? <laughs> who white cuz? <laughs> <laughs> I said, bro, like, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious, bro? You don't know who this is? I hate niggas, That's man. why I don't hang with you. That's why I don't hang with you, because you don't even know who people Yo, is. who white cuz? <laughs> who white cuz? Really? Literally. And he one of the most thoroughest bulls ever, bro. Like, Rich, one of the thoroughest bulls ever. Thorough. That's hilarious. Super thorough. Rich had the presence of mind. He was working as an agent at, like, Rock Nation Sports. Now, he had the presence of mind to leave and say... Fuck that. Me and KD is the magic. We're going to go scale Facts. this our own empire together. We Facts. don't even need them in our business. Facts. Yeah. And he got, and, and KD about to be a billionaire Yeah, because of Rich. Because yeah. <laughs> of Rich. Tony Sarah Goose died while we was here. Damn, the Goose? Yeah. Rest Damn. in peace to the Goose, man. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, it just came up on the gym. Legend, man. No, uh, I appreciate y'all for having me. We man. appreciate, we appreciate you, coming, you, man. This is telling sure. the story. Phenomenal, you know what I'm saying? Like, for no, sure. that's real shit. Like, people need to see that, especially from the city, mm-hmm. from where we from, going through the things we go through. Like you just said, the the we got the the news right now is almost unwatchable. Bro, I don't even watch the news. Bro, when, when you the, see when some I was of in the, the newspaper, when I was in the newspaper, you know what the front page article was? The same paper I was in was the fucking that South Street shit. Oh shit. Dang. Yeah. The same exact newspaper. So, like, you got that on the front page, and then you got that me. Literally joy page. and pain on the yeah. same page. That's what I'm and, saying, and bro. Like, like, this shit crazy. But it's it's marketed right now. It's like, Philly's out of control. Philly's out of control. Philly's terrible. Philly's ridiculous. Philly needs help. Philly, And like Carl said it best. Shout out Pastor Carl. It's a lot of dope things going on. It just it doesn't is. get shown. It is. People just focus on the negativity and don't yeah. realize, like, no, it's some real it's some headway real going on. Going, yeah, bro. yeah. So, no, your story is definitely needed. We appreciate you coming some, up to talk about it, man. Oh, for sure. I real quick before you go, man. give everybody your socials, your contact info where they can find you. Um, if, if you have money for him. If not, then leave my man alone. <laughs> um, y'all can y'all could, y'all could, uh, contact me on Instagram, Teron underscore Barnes. T-A-R-O-N underscore B-A-R-N-E-S. Twitter, same thing. Oh, no, my Twitter is Teron Barnes 4. Um, my website, dripsoulseparate.com. Uh, y'all can tap in on that. Stay tuned with all the drops and merch updates and business updates, everything I got going on. That's fire. Uh, See, a website. We've been telling you niggas for two years you need a website. Facts. <laughs> like, you need Ain't a no website. More that, like, like, 
And that, <laughs> that's crazy you saying that, bro. Like, it, every time it's just like, you know how motherfucking any website, any clothing brand drops some shit. Motherfuckers be on their phone, on their laptops as soon as that shit drop to go get it. Why the hell when I drop something, niggas want to DM, damn, I got to get it off the site. I, I can't meet you nowhere. Like, bro. Just order it. Like, you can't buy it. You, just like you order something else somewhere else. Just order it. Can I meet you somewhere? <laughs> Can I meet you? Can I pull up and get that? Can no, you cut up my mom, no, Chris? you can't, bro. No, you cannot. No, you cannot. Uh, then it be people that's not even, like, yeah. that's in my inner circle. Like, bro, I'm not on that. I'm at, so I'm at 10th and Pike. Where are you at? <laughs> you died. You won't never. How fast can you get here? What? That's how niggas get tricked. Nigga yeah, let me let me come pull up on Gucci. Yeah. What? That's funny as shit. Man, that's Hell just back, no. ass backwards, man. But no, for real, though, I appreciate y'all. For uh, no doubt, bro. Man, that's oh, and two things for you, go. We we gonna ask. I need you to help us get Lavello on the show and Kai. I want to interview Kai too. I'm, I'm I can't I can't guarantee can't that. guarantee, but I'm gonna ask. She she she, she, a, she a busy person these days, bro. Yeah, like she a busy person. But I'm gonna definitely tap in with her. She gonna tap into this though for sure. She definitely going Well, Kai, you, you watching this, you seeing this. Might say you a dub because you called her Kai Cooper. I fixed it, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She I'm might like, say you a dub. I apologize for, for, for fucking the name. I got the first name some, right. It was so crazy. Some uh, a, camp in, a camp in Canada, like a girl's camp in Canada hit me up trying to get Kai to come to the camp, like pay for her to come, pay for our hotels, all that. The header of the damn camp, they put Cooper. She Dubbed texted it. me right back and said, hell no. They don't even know how to say my name right. <laughs> I said, damn, they fumbled that rock. Hey. Fumbled that. But no, for real, I, I'm going to hit Lavello up for sure for y'all. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you, bro. Make sure y'all go to DripSoulSeparate.com. Tap in. Make sure, uh, you know, y'all stay up to date with all of the merch drops, business collabs, different stuff like that. Um, you know, certain stuff we couldn't talk about today. But, you know, go to the website. Make sure, yeah, separate. Yeah. I mean, make sure y'all stay tuned, man. Don't miss this wave, man. Um, we appreciate you uh, for coming today. We happy for your success. We proud of you. And we want to continue to use our platform to celebrate people and uplift people that's not getting the necessary attention and, you know, the credit they deserve and um you know you forged your own path man you a trailblazer and uh you killing shit man we proud of you and uh we appreciate you coming through today bro I appreciate y'all for having me man yeah definitely we out of here peace when something happens to your kitchen you might say this is ludicrous but that won't fix your home that will only get you the rapper ludicrous having trouble don't panic don't be alarmed you need to file a claim holla at state farm like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.